You're listening to a BGE podcast. This is My Grill Life on the Blind Grilling Experience, where we talk about the history and food that got me where I am today. Everybody can cook. Now, I know there's a movie out there called Ratatouille that talks about how everybody can cook, but maybe not everybody should cook. And I know some folks in that category myself. But I was blessed to grow up with a mom and a dad who both were awesome cooks. My brother and I learned a lot from them and We became pretty good cooks ourselves, I'd like to think. But with our love of food, you would think that the women we married would have been amazing cooks at the time we married them. That really wasn't the case for either one of us. Thankfully, with a little bit of training from myself and my mom, my wife became an amazing cook. My sister-in-law, however... Not so much. Now, she'll be the first to tell you that she doesn't like to cook. But just because somebody doesn't like something doesn't mean they're not good at it. But, yeah, she's not good at it. A few years before my mom passed away, she put together recipe books for both my wife and my sister-in-law. And they had all the same recipes within that book. However, there was one little difference in those recipes from my wife's recipe book to my sister-in-law's. But before we get to that, I'm going to tell you a story. Just through the nature of my work, I get to travel a whole lot. I get to meet some interesting folks, eat some interesting food, and I get to enjoy a lot of home cooks, a lot of folks that invite me into their homes and do a lot of cooking and feed me while I'm traveling. I've even been paid on occasion with a Kentucky-cured, salt-cured ham. So I've been around a little bit when it comes to food and got to experience a lot of great food, some mediocre food, some jaw-dropping wow kind of food, and some food I hope to never experience again. Well, it just so happens I was going to be traveling east and... It was in a part of a country where, believe it or not, some folks still have portions of their homes with dirt floors. No glass windows, just shutters that they'll open in the summer to let a breeze blow through and close in the, sometimes in the middle of the day or in the winter, keep heat in the house. 
friend of mine, an older gentleman, had been to that area a few years back, and he knew about some of the families who lived out there. And He was telling me how wonderful all the folks were and great food that I'd be having the opportunity to try. But there was one particular place that he told me, just be careful. And he relayed a little story about how he was there eating and... uh, The food wasn't all that great, but it wasn't just terrible. But they come around trying to give you a little bit more. You want some more? Here, here, have a little more of this. Have a little more of that. To which he responded, oh, no, 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 no. I saw there was a blackberry cobbler in there with my name on it. She gave him a little puzzled look, and she took the tea towel off of her shoulder and walked over towards the counter near the island that divided the dining room and and the kitchen and she whipped that towel and flies took off and she said that's not blackberry cobbler that's strawberry pie (laughs) he decided not to have much dessert that night well i appreciated the heads up as my wife and i headed out east and sure enough We were invited to several homes, had some great meals. There was another young man and his newlywed wife that uh, were out there as well. Got to know them and got to become friends with them pretty good. And they were going to some of the same homes and eating. And we happened to be at this one particular house that I was told about at the same time. So we were all sitting around this huge spread of food. And, well, to say the least, it wasn't very good. I was always told, if you dish out something on your plate, you better eat it. And so I did. But I refused, and just no thank you, when they came around asking if you wanted seconds. And again, because of the nature of my job, I pointed out, I was like, no, I better stop right now. I can't get too full. Uh, you know, I'll end up falling asleep. I wasn't, didn't want to do that. And so the other young man was offered some food. He's like, oh, no. And she's like, well, I mean, what, 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 how about this? He goes, no, that's all right. She goes, well, did you not like it? And uh, he said something I'll never forget. He said, oh, no, ma'am, that was the best thing on the table. So she took a big heaping spoonful and dumped another little bit on his plate. (laughs) Oh, man, he about turned green, and he was all he could do to get it down. My wife and I, when we left there that weekend, we were chuckling and laughing and we talked about the great week that we had had and all the food that we had eaten and we talked about our experience and we laughed about that brother of ours that (laughs) man oh man had to eat something that just wasn't tasting all that great a couple weeks later that same couple were at our house Now, keeping in mind, they were newlyweds. They didn't talk much about the food that we had eaten at that house. But he had another little story that he wanted to tell me. 
Because about a week later, he's at home. His wife brings out this casserole dish, sets it on the table, and he says, what, what is this? And she pointed out, well, this is that, uh, that dish that you like so much on our trip last week. He's like, what, what do you mean that I like so much? I didn't like it at all. To which she replied, well, you said it was the best thing on the table. <laughs> he said, it was the best thing on the table, but that doesn't mean it was any good. <laughs> oh, man. They had so much to learn. <laughs> but i tell you what. More often than not, the experiences we have when we get to go and enjoy company and meet new folks and eat other meals, they, they slave so hard over it. Some folks are pretty proud of their food, of their meals, and they put a lot of effort into it. It's always made a good point to finish what's on my plate, even if that means I can't eat anything else. Well, back to my mom's recipe book that she gave to my wife and my sister-in-law. That one little difference between my wife's recipe cards and my sister-in-law's recipe cards were some of the instructions on certain recipes. For example, what my mom would call a pinch of salt on my wife's recipe cards, it would say a pinch of salt. And on my sister-in-law's recipe, it'd say a pinch of salt. It'd have a little asterisk. And if you went down to the bottom of the card, it would have a, a very specific amount for her to measure out. On another recipe card, it said you needed softened butter. On my sister-in-law's recipe card, next to softened butter was an asterisk. And if you go down to the bottom to that one particular asterisk, it would explain exactly what softened butter was. And it would say, to soften butter, you do not put it in the microwave. That is melted butter. And you don't just take it out of the fridge to use it, but you set it out ahead of time to let it come to room temperature to where it would be soft and easier to work with. And little notes all throughout the recipe cards for my sister-in-law who to this day will tell you she still doesn't like to cook. What's interesting, though, is I made a recipe box. My wife got some recipe cards. And when we gave it to my sister-in-law, my wife had written on there recipes for my brother to cook and then recipes for Laura. And on those recipe cards... There were names of restaurants, addresses, and phone numbers if she wanted to call and have delivery. <laughs> yeah, not everybody can cook.